This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hello and welcome to Working Like Dogs on Pet Life Radio. Thank you for joining us and for following Working Like Dogs on Instagram and Facebook. We're your hosts. My name is Marcy Davis, and my co-host is my adorable service dog, Lovey. And we're thrilled to be with you to talk about our favorite subject, working dogs and working animals. And today we have two guests that will be joining us. We have Olivia Poff and Katie Ruiz from America's Vet Dogs. And you may have seen Olivia and Katie and the dog, the adorable black lab dog that they train, Charlie, on NBC's Today Show. I know so many of us watched Charlie grow and blossom for 15 months as he was in training to become a service dog. And we also watched that emotional moment when Charlie was placed with his human partner, Air Force veteran Stacy Pearsall. And also, as you guys know, Stacy and Charlie were recently on our show and we had so much fun visiting with them and I heard from so many of you that you wanted to hear more about Charlie and about how he was trained so we invited his trainers Olivia Poff and Katie Ruiz to join us today to tell us more about Charlie and his training and about the other dogs that America's Vet Dogs trains so come right back after these quick messages as we welcome Olivia Poff and Katie Ruiz to the show. If you've ever shared your home and heart with a charmingly naughty animal who's always up to mischief, you'll fall in love with the Klepto Kitty who stars in Talk to the Paw by Melinda Metz. Talk to the Paw is a funny, heartwarming novel about a single girl, a single guy, and MacGyver, an adorable tabby cat with a not-so-adorable habit of stealing from the neighbors. Talk to the Paw is on sale now everywhere books are sold. Visit kensingtonbooks.com for more info. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Working Like Dogs on Pet Life Radio. We're so excited to have Olivia Poff and Katie Ruiz from America's Vet Dogs with us today. Hello, Olivia and Katie, and welcome. Hi. Hey. It's our pleasure to be here. Yeah, we're so excited. As I shared in the intro to our show, so many people were so excited to hear about hear Stacy and Charlie with us that they wanted you guys. So we're so thrilled that you could make the time to be with us today. Yeah, so we want to start out and awesome just, and, yeah, thanks. Yeah, we're so excited. So we all watched those emotional moments as Stacy and Charlie started their amazing life together. But we know there was a whole lot of work that went into that wonderful day that the two of them became partners. So I'd like to start out by asking you, Katie, if you could tell our listeners just briefly a little bit about the mission of America's Vet Dogs, about what it is that you guys do? 
Absolutely, I'd love to. America's Vet Dogs is a national not-for-profit organization that serves first responders and veterans of all eras with service dogs and guide dogs. And we serve clients that have mobility difficulty, hearing loss, seizures, post-traumatic stress, as well as visual impairments. Awesome. And Katie, tell us about your experience in the assistance dog industry. What's your background? I have a degree in biology and psychology, and I went through an apprentice program with an assistance dog agency. I've been in the agency about, or in the assistance dog world about 12, 13 years, and I've worked for several different organizations. Um, I've been here at America's Vet Dogs for about three years. Wonderful. And Olivia, tell us about your experience with assistance dogs and America's Vet Dogs. Okay. Well, I actually started as a volunteer puppy raiser while I was going to school at the University of Georgia. And I raised my first puppy. His name was Simba. And he went on to be a service dog for an incredible Marine. And a little bit after they became partners, I got this message from her saying that Simba not only changed her life, but saved it. And from that moment on, I was pretty hooked. And I sort of rerouted my whole life away from veterinary missing and more towards the assistance dog industry because it just filled me with such a, a level of pride and joy and I couldn't get enough. So I was a volunteer for a few years, then worked in the puppy department for about two and a half years. I've been in the training department of America's Vet Dogs and our sister organization, Guide Dog Foundation for Blind, for about four and a half years as well. So an amazing journey. Sounds like it. Well, yeah, it's pretty magical, that whole relationship. So I could see how it's easy to get hooked. I got hooked as well (laughs) as a partner with one of these incredible dogs. So that's so awesome. Well, tell us how in the world, and maybe Olivia, you can tell us, how in the world did you guys get connected with the Today Show and come up with the idea of training and raising a puppy on live national TV? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So basically, about a year and a half before Charlie was even on our minds, uh, the Today Show came up with this wonderful program called Puppy with a Purpose, and they partnered with a different assistance dog school for their first puppy. And that was a big success, and everyone wanted more. So they were looking for a different purpose for their second puppy to have. Their first one was a guide dog, and the second one they wanted to partner with an organization that would have dogs go to veterans. And so they actually approached us and asked if we would be interested in being a partner with them. And of course, we jumped at the opportunity and the rest is history. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh my goodness. So how did you guys decide on Charlie for the show? I mean, because I'm guessing you did a whole lot of prep before that first day that we met that adorable little bundle of fur. We had a timeline. We knew when our kickoff date was going to be for the very first day where he ran out behind the curtain and ran down the red carpet towards me. And we uh, were looking at the litters that were going to be born in line up to be about eight weeks old or a little bit older for the kickoff date. And we had two lovely dogs, Quinta and Ozzy, that were bred together. And they had six puppies five female black Labradors, one male black Labrador. And we went in and I had to tell you, at three weeks, believe it or not, Charlie stood out like nobody's business. He was a little star. He was so social. He had such a good stamina without being over-the-top energetic. And any new thing that we put together in our nursery 
in our socialization program. He met it with such a confidence. There was no caution. There was no hesitancy. And we were looking for a puppy that could step right into the job and handle the big stage that is Today Show. On his very first day, there was a band there and there were people on the plaza that were screaming because he was so adorable. And we needed a puppy that could be able to step out from that curtain and cope with that level of exposure. And he was up for the job. Yeah, you have to have a lot of confidence. You did too, Olivia, to step out on that national stage like that with that little guy. Yeah, that's amazing that he was that confident and that able to handle all of that stress and noises and and all of the stimulation that he must have been experiencing. Absolutely. I had kind of the power of the human animal bond working. So when I talked, I had this little puppy in my hand. And so that's where I got my confidence from. But Charlie's came from within. He he brought his own to the table and it was amazing. Yeah. Um, it- Charlie was just eight weeks old when we started. And the reason that we had carpets out is because we wanted to have the highest level of disease control possible because he was still young, not fully vaccinated. So he didn't run on the plaza concrete. They rolled out carpet. No one was allowed to walk on the white portion of the carpet. It was red on either side and white right down the middle. Nobody was allowed to walk on the white. Everyone had to wash their hands. We were behind the scenes making sure that he got the best support and best care for stepping onto such a big stage. Wow. Thank you for sharing that that little glimpse of behind the scenes because I'm sure that's what so many people were wondering is were you still honoring your process of how you train other dogs? Did Charlie have the same level of, of care and oversight? And it sounds like he definitely did. I would say that it was times about 100. It was not just me. It was not just me and Katie. He had the entire organization behind him. We had all departments involved, whether it's canine care, training, puppy department. We were operating from all ends, and he got a huge family of support, both within the organization and with everyone that followed him. So huge group effort. Yeah, it's so beautiful. Well, so Olivia, how long did Charlie stay with you in the puppy raising process? He lived with me for the entire thing. So I work with Katie in the training department, and I typically work with guide dogs primarily. So Katie was kind enough to teach me along the ways a lot of service dog things, but that is her area of expertise. Good training is good training, but it still was a new criteria that I was trained towards to be a service dog versus a guide dog for somebody who's blind. And so while I was raising Charlie, he was also receiving fundamental training from Katie and I was receiving training from Katie as well. She's the best, but he did live with me all the way up until he moved on to CC. So there wasn't really a time that he was living in our kennel for formal training like we typically would do. Ah, so Katie, tell us, so when did you, how old was Charlie when you started working with him to do more of his formal training? Sure, so Olivia had the opportunity to take Charlie to the Today Show each morning, and she worked with him on all kinds of exposure, a lot of uh, basic obedience and manners, and um, offering him the confidence that he would need to be a wonderful service dog. And in the afternoons when she came back 
with Charlie from the Today Show. Charlie got a little bit of a break, got to relax and run in the backyard, take a nap, and then he came over and worked with me in the afternoons, learning the different foundation behaviors that he would need to become a service dog. We probably started his training with me after about four or five months. Ah, and I was wondering about Charlie's routine. So thank you, Katie, for telling about. So he would start out the day with Olivia on the Today Show and then have a little time to have some relax and and downtime, which is so important. How long did you train with him in the afternoons? So while I was working with Charlie, I was also working with um, other dogs that had been raised by our puppy raising program that were going to be placed with other veterans. So I was responsible for both training Charlie as well as um, a slew of other dogs that were going out to be placed with veterans at the same time. So Charlie... um, got experience being in our training room and out on um, outings with other dogs at various levels of training. And um, all of our dogs get individual time in the training rooms, hanging out, as well as individual time working with different instructors. And you mentioned, Katie, the foundation of service dog training. I was wondering about, because you didn't know at this point who Charlie was going to be placed with, right, when he was this young. So how do you prepare a dog for placement? Are you assessing what Charlie's best skills are? Or in case if it was somebody that had different types of disabilities is what I'm getting at. What kind of foundation does Charlie get in order to prepare him for his future job? Sure. So Charlie was a little bit of a unique individual. We offered him a little exposure to a lot of different services that our dogs can provide to our veterans and first responders because we wanted him to have a well-rounded base so that we could make a selection when the time came that would be most appropriate for him. So he got a little bit of exposure to working as a hearing dog, working as a service dog, working next to a wheelchair, having um, some seizure response responses. So we tried to expose them to a little bit of everything. Wow, that's impressive. All of those different types of jobs that you were exposing him to and that he was able to do. He is a little star. He is. He's a very, um, a very confident uh, learner and um, he loved to do the work that we asked of him, but truly he found it to be enjoyable. So we call it work. But I think that the dogs really see it as um, just a game that we participate with them in, and they, they find great joy in that. That's so great. I love that. That's how it should be for all of us, right, with our work, is that we love it so much. Yeah, that it is fun instead of a job. Yeah, well, that's awesome. So we are going to take just a quick break and hear some important messages from our sponsors. But we're going to come back and we have lots more questions for Olivia and Katie. Um, We really want to hear about the placement process and how Stacy was chosen. So come right back after these quick messages. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. You know that feeling when you go to clean the litter box and it's a complete disaster? Yeah, we've got you covered. Introducing World's Best Cat Litter Zero Mess, the advanced litter that gives you two times better clumping and more odor control with less litter. Zero Mess combines the concentrated power of corn with super absorbent plant fibers. Translation, scoop once and you're done. 
Find it at a pet store near you and save $2. Visit www.saveonworldsbest.com. Does your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy? Come to Dynavite for help. Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite. Dynavite for life. Pick up two tubes of Doggo Suds. Get the third tube free. Peppermint, tea tree, lavender, Doggo Sud shampoo. Made with all-natural coconut, jojoba, aloe. Great for healthy skin and soft, shiny coats. But no itchy, harsh chemicals. Lather up, rinse away. Try Doggo Suds. Buy two, get one free. At Dynavite.com. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Working Like Dogs on Pet Life Radio. And we're visiting today with Olivia Poff and Katie Ruiz from America's Vet Dogs. And we're talking about the adorable dog that they trained, Charlie, that we all watched on the Today Show. And before the break, we were we were talking about Charlie's training. And I was hoping now that we could really talk about Charlie's placement. So, Katie, could you tell us how that process was initiated and what you guys, because I can only imagine how many people you were considering before you decided on someone. So, give us some behind-the-scenes info about how that worked. Absolutely. When we do any matching with our applicants and our dogs, we look at the client's needs and their lifestyle, and we try and pair them with a dog's strengths and their personality. So for Stacy, she had some specific tasks that she needed Charlie to complete, and he really excelled with the ones that she needed. Her active lifestyle took her all over the country, traveling, meeting people, being in a studio setting with her Veterans Portrait Project, and this matched Charlie's unusual puppy raising, but very fortunate puppy raising, on the Today Show, and it seemed like a really good fit. And even Olivia's love of horses and riding was a surprising bonus to the match because Stacy has two horses of her own and she rides and does carts with her horses. So it was great that Charlie had that um, extra little exposure as well. Yeah. Were you worried about, because Charlie had had this incredible puppy experience, were you thinking about, was that a big factor of making sure that he still had that active type of lifestyle? Yeah, we definitely wanted to find a client that would be able to match with what Charlie had learned growing up and who he was. At the same time, he was a very uh, malleable dog and was willing to be able to be in a lot of different situations and be able to have his downtime and his exercise time and be happy with both. (laughs) He is a very versatile little boy. Absolutely. Well, and so how did that process go? Did you just go through applications? Did you guys do that as a team? And did you narrow it down to so many people? We did. We have um, a list of applicants that we um, consider when looking at any dog that we have. Charlie's placement in particular, because so many people, as Olivia said, were involved with his success. We talked about it with a large group of people offering up a variety of clients that we felt might mesh. We found Stacy and saw how her lifestyle would imitate much of what Charlie had already done and found that that would be um, our ideal match. 
Yeah, a match made in heaven, right? It sure seemed like it. Yeah. Well, so how did you guys tell Stacy? Because she had already applied, right? She didn't know that she was being considered for Charlie, or did she? She didn't. When our applicants apply for a service dog, we give them um, information about what a service dog might be able to do and what class might look like. And they're applying for uh, an imaginary dog in the future. And so she didn't know she was applying for Charlie. However, we did learn when we talked to her about Charlie that she had been following Charlie since she was quite (laughs) little. So she was very well aware of the star that Charlie is. But she was very excited and very honored to have been the one selected to receive Charlie. Yeah, you guys did a great job in selecting Stacy. I think that it is a match made in heaven. And and it was a little different process for you guys, too, because of Olivia. Because, Olivia, you were involved in the placement process more than a puppy raiser usually is, right? Correct. So... I was Charlie's puppy raiser and got to learn alongside of Charlie with Katie throughout our time together. But I'm also an employee of America's Vet Dogs and I work in the training department. So when we were getting close to the placement, since this was such a big project with so many people following, we needed one instructor to be there to run the class and one instructor to be there to collect content and get videos and write training updates and articles so that Today Show and our organization had all of the content they could possibly ever desire to share with the amazing family that Charlie has behind him. And so I got to get a first row seat to the partnership unfolding. And because I was both his puppy raider and got to do quite a bit of training with him and Katie, it was a very unique experience. And I would just love to tell you about the one particular day that I had during his placement. So it was seven days into the partnership. At this point, we had trained on our campus at America's Vet Dogs for a about five days, six days. And then we traveled with Stacy to do her work with the Veterans Portrait Project. And we were in Atlanta. And Stacy had had these events already lined up. So when we reached out to her about getting Charlie, we were not going to ask her to cancel her work events. We were just going to train her right alongside her job and really customize Charlie's team training, the training that he gets with Stacy, to her lifestyle right there in the moment. And so Katie and I traveled with them. And I remember on this day that she was about to give a presentation about her work. And there was this big gathering of people coming up to meet the team. And they wanted to hear all about Charlie and hear how things were going. And it was in an art gallery and there were cameras and special lighting and just huge crowds of people. And I remember that Katie and I looked at each other and we kept saying, thank goodness that she got Charlie because it's such a unique demand that Stacy has in her particular lifestyle. And Charlie was right there to answer all of the questions being asked of him. And it was this day where I could not believe how similar the life that I had been living with Charlie, not my normal life, but the life I had been living with Charlie looked like Stacy's life. And I was overwhelmed with pride and the confidence they exuded just a week into their new partnerships. And I remember just feeling such a relief. I was relieved to know that Charlie would continue to be loved in the same 
big, fierce way that I had done every day prior. And I just, if you were going to equate this to a book, it was the happiest ending that I could ever dream up for my chapter with Charlie. And there was this moment where I was like, I can't wait to read the rest of the book. I can't wait to see what they go on and do. And I think that's what puppy raising is all about. You get to write the first chapter and then the partnership gets to take it from there. The person that receives your dog gets to write the rest of the story. And it's such an honor and such a privilege to get to witness something like that up close. Highly, highly, highly recommend puppy raising experience. It's nothing in my life has ever come close to those emotions. Oh, thank you so much for sharing that, Olivia, because I hear so many times people say, how can you be a puppy raiser? How can you let that puppy go when you've worked so hard to give it that basic obedience and get it to be such a great young adult? So I just thank you so much for articulating why. Yeah, you just did it. That's so, so beautiful. I like to think, you know, people say, how can you give the puppy up? And I don't think about giving the puppy up. I like to think about giving the puppy back because, or giving back is more what I like to focus on because Stacy went and protected our freedoms that we enjoy every single day and came home with injuries. And I want to give back to that person that gave to me. And it's such an honor. Well, it, it is. It is so humbling. It's so motivating. It's so moving. It is. It's just, it's incredible. I mean, and, and and to experience that from your position after all the work you've put in and then to get to see, as you said, to see this, the first chapter in and then so many incredible chapters to come for the two of them. And they are such a perfect match, both of them. They really both needed each other because of, of their experiences so far in their lives. And it's just so amazing to watch that. So tell us, Katie, what tasks specifically does Charlie do for Stacy? So some of the tasks that Charlie does for Stacy are uh, nightmare interruption. So sometimes Stacy has dreams through the evening that she would rather be awakened from. And so Charlie has been taught to remove the covers from the bed by pulling on a strap that's attached to the covers. And then once awake, Stacy can call Charlie over and interact with him. He also does a behavior called rest, where he will put his chin in her lap so that she can focus on him, pet on him, ground herself back into the now, decrease any kind of anxiety she may be having, or just have a chance to um, give him some loving. That's wonderful. Wow. I mean, that's so incredible. And can, I can only imagine how much that's impacting Stacy's life. And she shared a lot of that with us during her visit with us. But, you know, to really think about the impact that, that these dogs have, it's hard to get your head around really the tremendous impact of so many different aspects of our life and how that enables Stacy to do all the incredible things that she needs to do and that she's contributing and giving back because of her amazing work. So it is, it's just such a beautiful cycle for everybody so that everybody is rewarded and is able to contribute all the wonderful things that they have to contribute. Awesome. Yeah, so you guys give us, and I don't know, Olivia, maybe you could give us an update of Stacy and Charlie. How are they doing? What are they up to in the new year? Stacy and Charlie have done two rounds of veteran portrait projects. One, they 
traveled out to California for, and the other they traveled to Washington, D.C., I believe. And so they've had very busy periods of time where they worked in the airport and worked in hotels and venues and lots of uptime. And then they've had more laid back days where Stacy goes out to her farm and is around her horses. And he has learned some adorable applications of his retrieve that are also very handy where he will go and retrieve a brush for Stacy, bring it to her hand so she can brush her horse. Then she gives the brush back to him and he'll go drop it in the bucket and get the next thing. Um, and so she's just done a beautiful job of taking all of his skills continuing to expand applications of them, and then continue to educate people. So people may follow her on Instagram. Her handle is at lpearsall, P-E-A-R-S-A-L-L. And you can see beautiful images of him throughout their travels together. And she also does a beautiful job of explaining how Charlie is continuing to impact her life and how they're getting to be a stronger, stronger team. Oh, that's great. Well, thank you for sharing that. We love to follow Stacy and Charlie on Instagram. It's so great. And, and yes, the images that she posts are so beautiful. Well, and we want to ask you guys, Olivia, if you can tell us how can our listeners, if they want to volunteer, if they want to contribute, how can they get more information about vet dogs so they could even become a puppy raiser one day? So tell us. Absolutely. So first and foremost, if there's anyone listening that can benefit from our services that is a veteran or that is a civilian with vision loss between our two organizations, America's Vet Dogs and Guide Dog Foundation for the Blind, we're here to help. And then if you're able to help us help others, we are always looking for donations and puppy raisers, and other forms of volunteers. So you can go to our website, vetdogs.org, and check out more of what we do and how we do it. We pride ourselves in an awesome family and community pulling together for the same mission, and we would love to have you be a part of it. Well, you guys do amazing work. I mean, it was so wonderful and brilliant to follow Charlie's process, but there's so much that you guys do. You do that for a whole bunch of people, not just for Stacy. So we just thank you so much for the work that you're doing, for your dedication, and for these amazing, gorgeous, talented dogs that you're putting out into the world. It's, it's just fabulous. So Katie, thank you and Olivia so much for being with us. And we hope you guys will come back and tell us about other projects because we know you guys are going to be up to a lot more. So we really hope that you'll come back and visit with us again. Thank you so much. This was a great opportunity. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for helping to get our word out. Yeah, we're happy to do it. It's our pleasure. So thank you guys so much. And thank you, our listeners, for being with us. We love to hear from you. So please, let's stay connected. You know that you can reach us by email at marcy, M-A-R-C-I-E, at PetLifeRadio.com. And you can also follow Working Like Dogs on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we love seeing your images and connecting with you and hearing about what you and your working dog are up to. So thanks so much for being with us and we look forward to being with you again soon. Take good care. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.